We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, everyone? It is Monday. It is October. It's the 24th, I think. I don't know. Time loses all meaning during fe- basketball and football season at the same time. I'm not Stevie TPFL. He had things to do and stuff to do. I don't know. He didn't tell me. I'm just here. I'm here. It's the morning grind. I'm Grant. This is Keith. We're talking basketball. How you doing there, Keith? Oh, you know, we're coming off this football slate, obviously. Uh, licking my wounds a little bit. Uh, I had DK Metcalf in cash, but luckily squeaked just over the double-up cash line. Um, and then two of my highest stone tournament players were Brees Hall um, and Amon Ross St. Brown. So it was yep. it was a pretty brutal Sunday for me. Uh, didn't get any tournaments close because I, I pretty much had an injury in every lineup. I had seven lineups on DK. Do you know how many cashed? Zero. Zero is the correct answer. <laughs> I got absolutely crushed, and betting is looking like a, I'm a hope. I'm hoping for a break even, but I guess I guess we'll see. Um, but yeah, we got we got some basketballs to talk about. Nice little eight game slate. We'll just go ahead and get right into it. First game we have Indiana going up against Philly. Um, right now, the injuries for Philly are or for Indiana looks like 
Tice and Turner are the only two injuries. Doesn't look like we have anyone on the injury report for Philly at this moment. The total for this game, I think it is out right now. Yeah, 226. Philly, big old 11.5-point favorite. Let's start off with Indy, big dog here. Do you have any interest in anyone, or are you worried about the blowout? Um, I think the pricing leaves some room for some interest here. Uh, Halliburton has been really good. Um, Matherin has been really good as well. Um, so I, I'm interested in both of those two, but really it's the um, the value in the front court. With Turner being out, we've seen I- Isaiah Jackson play well. Uh, Jalen Smith just went off. Uh, so Jackson is 4,500. Jalen Smith is 5,500. So I think you can look at one of the, the two big men for some value. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in, in the game stack here. Uh, Halliburton would be the guy I'd want to include in that with one of those value pieces and then uh, run it back with like an Embiid, um, maybe Maxi. He, he's cheap over here on DK as well. But yeah, I mean, really just looking for the value, I think is the main way I'm playing this game. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely don't mind that. I mean, Smith and Jackson are pre- both pretty solid values. They should see men's. They've been very pr- productive in those men's. The prices are right for both of them. And then I'm right there with you on Halliburton. I think that he is very viable if this game ends up staying close. Like, if you're doing a run back, expecting this not to be a blowout with Embiid or Harden or Maxi, then I have no problem throwing Halliburton in there. I mean, he's just been fantastic his entire time with the Pistons. Um, not Pistons, Pacers, starts with a P. Uh, been shooting a bunch, obviously one of the league leaders in assists, averaging since he got to the Pacers, almost 10. So double-double waiting to happen. I, I, I think Albertans a fine play. Even if you don't run it back, I still think that he's not terrible being priced at just 8,300. Um, on the other side, we got Embiid, we got Harden, we got Maxi, and I don't really see anyone else I would want to play from this team. Yeah, I mean, Embiid is interesting um, without Miles Turner there. Um, despite Turner's injury, they still have plenty of bodies there. So, like, I feel like he could get to the free throw line quite a bit here. Um, like, they've got Goga as well. Terry Taylor can play some four. So, they have plenty of bigs here. I wouldn't be surprised to see Embiid um, see the free throw line quite a bit. Um, I, so, he'd be my preferred target. I don't love the price on Harden. Um, he has been much better this season than than what he's he played last year. Off pretty consistently, he, he, he looks almost like the James Harden of old. Yeah, he he really has. I, I don't know that I buy that completely yet. Um, maybe that'll end up burning me. This is this is a great matchup, and he doesn't play a ton of defense. Um, but I'll I'll save the money and go down to Maxi. I think first. Um, if Harden keeps doing it, then then I'll have to jump on that. But I'm beating Maxi for me on Billy. Yeah, I think I'm not a huge fan of Maxi in this spot. I think he's fine. I think the price is probably a little bit too low. But I actually don't hate James Harden in this spot. Like I said, he's looked pretty good. Like the ancillary stats, he's getting close to a triple-double every single night. Um, one of these nights, he's going to actually end up with it. He's playing 40 minutes a night. He's a guy that I would throw in there if I am bringing it back with Albert. I think he's a solid bring back. Had a rough shooting night the other night versus San Antonio and still ended up with 48 points. So. It seems like he's kind of looking like he used to be, and him and Embiid are actually working decently well together. So I don't hate Harden. I like Embiid. Um, Maxi's fine. Yeah, that's kind of it. Moving on to the next game, we got Toronto going up against Miami. It's a three-and-a-half-point spread here, 217.5 total um, for the Heat, Oladipo, and Yurt7 both out uh, for Toronto, Boucher, Boucher. 
and Barnes are both questionable. Porter Jr. is out. Let's start off with Toronto here. How are you playing this if Barnes is in and does it make it any difference to you if he's out? If Barnes is in, I have very little interest in this in this game. Both of these teams play really slow. Um, so far, they're two of the three slowest teams in the NBA. That's That tracks with what we saw from these teams last year. Um, so I'm not loving this overall game environment. If I'm playing it, I would stack it. Um, I, I don't want one-offs from this game just because I, I think I see a lot of ways that, that this game could be under like 205 total points or whatever. Um, just a low scoring game, slow pace. Um, but if, if it's a close game and they end up trading back and forth, um, there's certainly talent on both sides here. Um, Barnes being in, I, I mean, Siakam is the guy that, that I really want here. Um, whether Barnes is in or out, if, if Barnes is out, then I think you can look at guys like Ananobi, uh, maybe Gary Trent Jr. Um, he's always shooting dependent, but uh, a guy that can certainly pay off a 6K price tag if he gets hot from the from the three-point stripe. Um, yeah, I mean, just not a, not a great game overall. Barnes being out would, would give me a little bit more interest outside of Siakam, but it's Siakam is the main interester. Yeah, no, I think I'm right there with you. I mean, Siakam's been playing great so far this season, putting up 20 shots a night getting rebounds, getting assists, facilitating like he was for a large part last season. If Barnes out of there, it definitely gives him a little uptick and Van Vliet, OG and Trent, a bit of an uptick. But yeah, if Barnes is in there, I mean, it's a 217 total. And no one's really priced that cheap over on the Toronto side if Barnes in there. If Barnes is out, like I said, it's pretty much a boost to everyone in the lineup. But overall, it's it's just not really a great game. And I'm kind of with you with a game stack. I mean, there's not really anyone I want to play over on the Miami side of things. Again, it's a slow-paced game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I mean, I could see Hero at 6,500. Butler's always in play. But realistically, he hasn't been playing to that 8.9K price tag that we saw him. Bam seems a little bit lost so far this season. Just could get 50 any given night. But I think there's enough guys on the slate where I can kind of avoid everyone on Miami. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's It's been a rough ride for, for Bam Adebayo. Um, we thought he was way underpriced opening night, and he threw up a dud. Um, wasn't very good in, in game two either, so definitely a slow start here uh, for Bam. Um, Butler has, yeah, like I don't, he certainly has the ceiling to pay off that price tag, but I don't think he gets there more often than not. Um, Kyle Lowry is cheap. And he's he's been pretty bad here recently as well. I think Hero would be the guy, maybe Lowry, um, but I, I would lean slightly to Hero. And I, I don't know if if I was game stacking it, like the Butler Siakam is is pretty expensive. Um, that's why I think I'd prefer to go down to Hero uh, if I was playing Siakam on the other side. Yeah, no, Hero's been pretty solid so far, uh, averaging about thirty-seven points a game, like. Didn't play much in the last game going up against Toronto, but I wouldn't really read into that. I think he got in foul trouble pretty early. Um, only played 22 minutes. So, yeah, the hero at 6,500 is maybe the one-off piece I would use. And if Barnes is out, yeah, you can bring him back if you're playing Siakam or Van Vliet or OG. But yeah, overall, just not really a great game. Uh, moving on to the next game, we got Orlando going up against the Knicks. Uh, we have – what is the total? It is 219. Knicks are a seven and a half point favorite. Quentin Grimes is out for the Knicks. Fultz, Gary Harris, Isaac, and Suggs, and 
Moritz, Wagner, Wagner are all out for Orlando. Let's start off with Orlando here. I think there's a few options you can pick for him. I honestly don't mind any of the main four pieces in Orlando. I just don't know if I love this game environment going up against the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks are another team that play really slow, um, play pretty good defense. Um, Bancaro has been been really good here to, to start off his career, um, putting up over 20 points a night. The price tag is coming up with him, though, so you kind of need that from him now. Um, I'd be concerned about this matchup and, and whether he can get that done. Um, Anthony is certainly in play with Suggs out. Um, Wendell Carter is... I don't know. I don't ever really play a ton of Wendell Carter. I think he's fine. Um, like, it, this is just a tough matchup against the Knicks uh, for this Orlando team. And now that the pricing has come up on Orlando, it, it's even tougher. So, yeah, not a ton of interest here. Um, I think Anthony is the guy that's standing out just price-wise. And with Suggs being out, he should be out there for 30 minutes. Um, I, Cole Anthony would be be my choice. Benchero's fine, um, but that price tag coming up has me a little bit concerned in a tough matchup. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate Paul at 7,600. Like, just scoring alone, he can get close to there any given night. But, I mean, yeah, it's just it's just a tough game. If you're going anyone, it's Paul or it's uh, Anthony. But none of them really seem like great plays at the price tag. They're, they got the upside, but... The downside is definitely there, and this game could end up turning a blowout. Then on the other side, the Knicks, honestly, like with the addition of Brunson, like I get that the prices aren't terrible for any of these guys considering their upside in the past. Um, Randall's had one big game so far, but Barrett kind of seems like he's dropping in usage a decent amount. Brunson not doing as much as I'd hoped in this offense. We don't, we have a very small sample size, so I'm not going to argue with playing any of these four guys, any of them or three guys, any of them go off any given night. But realistically, this is probably not the game to go with any of these guys as a one-off and probably not a game you want to stack. Yeah, uh, I remember Orlando playing really fast at the end of last season, so I just had to look up where their pace was sitting. I mean, obviously, it's a really tall, small sample, but they're they're down at 16th in pace so far this season. So I don't love that. Um, I was hoping this might be a pretty decent pace-up spot for the Knicks. Uh, Randall had one one big game, one kind of dud game. Obviously, coming off a pretty poor season last year, but like this is a good matchup here against Orlando. So I, I think you can play play one of these Knicks guys. I, I prefer Barrett just because uh, Randall has been so inconsistent. Like you said, haven't quite seen it from Brunson yet. Um, just taking a little bit of time to to get the chemistry right for this team. I think, um, but I don't mind some some RJ Barrett. Randall, I guess I could be talked into. There's certainly a ceiling there if, if he's on in a given night. Yeah, nah, I'm probably just going to end up avoiding this game almost entirely. Uh, moving on to the next game, we got Boston. Or, sorry, we're motoring right through this because it's been a long Sunday. Uh, we got Boston going <laughs> up against the Bulls, 222.5 total. Boston is a five-point favorite here. Um, Gallinari and Robert Williams still out, obviously. Um, Lonzo Ball is still out for the Bulls, but that's kind of it. Not really a ton of injury news here. Um, we'll start off with Boston. Tatum's been on a tear. Um, he's closing in on the 10K mark, but I still have no problem playing Tatum in this spot. And if you want to throw in Brown, that's fine, but I'm likely avoiding the rest of the Celtics. 
yeah, Tatum is is certainly the play here. Um, good matchup against the Bulls team that that doesn't play a ton of defense. They don't play super fast, um, but their defense is is pretty weak. Um, Tatum has shown that ceiling to pay off this price tag, no problem. Uh, so definitely like him. There there are plenty of studs on the slate, um, but he he is among the top options. I think um, overall game environment could get there assuming that uh, Levine is in there. I think the Bulls can kind of keep it a little bit close here. Um, so, yeah, Tatum is is the primary target. Don't mind Brown, but definitely prefer Tatum. Uh, if Horford comes back, I think you can look at him just because of the price. Uh, he's 5,400. Assuming that he's healthy, he should be out there for 30-plus minutes. Um, we, we've seen him have some decent performances on the Celtics team. Uh, and for 5,400, I think there's a decent chance he could pay it off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't mind Tatum. And then on the other side, Chicago, like I assume Levine's going to be back in there. There's always a chance that they rule him out for injury management an hour before the slate starts. But <laughs> at this point right now, the spread of five makes me think that he's going to be in there um, with him in there. Obviously didn't play a ton of minutes the first game back, but he, it was a blowout, so I don't know. With him back in here, this is just not really a spot where I want to target any Bulls players going up against a very good defensive Boston team. Yeah, if Levine were to happen to miss, then I I would be very interested right. in running it back with with DeRozan or Vucevic. But if all three of them are in there, it, it's tough. Um, they're priced up a little bit now because Levine did miss those two games. Uh, DeRozan had has good performance as he usually does without Levine. Uh, so he's up at 9,300. He certainly has the capability to pay that off. Um, but I don't think it's, it's very often with Levine active. Booch is down at 7,800. Um, no, Robert Williams certainly helps his case here. I think Vooch might be the, the preferred run back. Um, I, I do kind of want to run Tatum back with somebody because like, we we need the Bulls to push them a little bit. Um, both of these teams play a little bit slower, so I would like to see the Bulls um, have somebody with a with a big performance to keep this game close. But I don't love the pricing on the Bulls side, so I, I, Tatum and and Vooch I think is my preferred stack. Uh, DeRozan is certainly fine as well. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I, I think you convinced me onto it. Vooch is probably a not not a terrible run back. Obviously, getting the best matchup. Uh, matchup of the bunch but yeah just it's just not great i mean it is what it is we got next game where we have a few more options in this one we got brooklyn going up against memphis it is a 228 total it is a two-point spread so high and tight there um as for injuries dylan Brooks is still out seth curry tj warren obviously still out for the nets let's start off with brooklyn Ben Simmons, his price tag just seems a bit low. I know he's not scoring a ton, but all the ancillary stats have been there on a per-minute basis. 6,600 seems way too cheap for him going up against a high-scoring, fast-paced Memphis matchup. Yeah, Memphis plays good defense, so it it is a a bit of a tough matchup, but this should be a good game uh, overall game environment. I don't know what to do with Simmons, man. Um yeah, he's going to get the assists and the rebounds, but the points—the points are the struggle for sure. Um, Durant, I think, is is definitely the guy I want to play in this matchup. I guess you can throw Simmons in there too. 
Um, it's it's a high enough total. I just I don't know if he's ever gonna gonna shoot again. Um, but yeah, Duran is one of the best plays on the slate just because of this this game environment. But it is a very expensive game, too. Um, so despite the high total, like you have to pay for it, it's it's going to definitely take up a, a big chunk of your salary for any given lineup. Um, but Durant, Durant's a priority. Simmons because of the price tag. I don't think I'll get to Irving much um, just because I'd rather go cheap with Simmons or I'd rather pay up to Durant. Yeah. We, yeah Nick, okay. Nicholas Claxton we need to talk about too. Like what was that? Um, I'm pulling up his, his game log right now. He played 30, yeah. 34 minutes and put up 44 DK points. He's still 5,900. I don't, I don't know that I would count on a repeat for performance like that, um, but just working I mean, I'm not really – like he, he's averaging four stocks a game. I don't know if that will continue, especially in this spot going up against – I mean, maybe with – I don't know. The 34 it, minutes are really what I was more interested in. Like, that's surprising. We've never really seen him get that much run here. Yeah, I mean, he could actually end up getting a decent amount of stocks with Jaw driving to the rim, but he could also end up getting into foul trouble. I mean, the points obviously have been pretty solid. I I, I kind of don't hate that. And I mean, 34 minutes is a lot. Obviously, first game versus New Orleans, it was just a blowout. So that's why I only got 25 minutes. But if they're going to play him 30 minutes a night. I mean, he's going to be close to 7K, I would assume, at some point. So we're just yeah, kind of getting I mean, a discount here if these minutes are real. Yeah, he's certainly a great per minute producer. Um, so that's why I'm interested. I mean, even if he was at 30 minutes, I, I'm interested at this price. Um, I'll, I'll be curious to see what we have him projected for minutes wise uh, going into this game. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'll be checking RG projections tomorrow for sure. <clears throat> On the other side, Desmond Bain is going to make me broke if Dylan Brooks is playing. <laughs> I can, I, I like, I. This guy is a 50% shooter and 43% for his career from beyond the arc. And he's just shooting terribly, like absolutely horrible. The volume has been there pretty much every single night, 22, 16, and then only had 11 in the last one, but it was a blot and he only played 27 minutes. I have to assume he's going to turn around at some point. If Brooks is missing, Bain Bane is going to be my favorite play on the slate, but I am jaded because he helped pay for my house. So <laughs> tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. No, you're not. You're not wrong. His, his shooting is going to turn around. Um, just a consistently great shooter for what's he been in the league now, three years or something like that. Year, Two yeah. years, maybe. Yeah. Um, really good shooter breakout season last year. He'll, he'll find, he'll find it from deep um, here soon enough. I th- Brooks might play. Um, there were some rumblings. I believe it was Saturday's last game they had. There were some rumblings that Brooks was going to play in that one. Um, I believe Jenkins was even quoted as saying he was on track to play or he was trending in the right direction, I think was the, the exact quote, and then ended up being a game time decision and getting ruled out just before tip-off. So I think Brooks actually has a decent uh, chance to play. Um that that would make me far less interested in in the Memphis side. I mean, Jock can certainly get it done in any game. Great game environment here. Great matchup against Brooklyn. He's he's over 10k. Um, still would find a way to fit him in in a couple of lineups, but I don't think he would be one of my priority spends. Um, I, I have interest in Bain even even if Brooks is in there. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe Brooks does a little bit more of the ball handling and frees him up a little bit. 
um, just to kind of sit on the wing and, and set up his three point shot a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think either way, whether Brooks is in or out, Bain, Bain is the answer here just because of the price tag. Um, let, let's get that shot going, Mr. Bain. Yeah. I mean, it's 6.5 K and he's been averaging 32 points and he's shooting, I think under 30% on the season. Like that's not going to continue for one of the best shooters in the entire league. Like Bain, Bain is the play there. I mean, if Brooks is in, then I wouldn't really have any interest in Tyus Joan or anyone else on this lineup outside of Morant um, and Brooks. I mean, while he can get it done pretty much any given time, he's, I, I don't, I don't play Brooks too often. Yeah, I don't either. Um, if Brooks is out again, we definitely need to mention Aldama and Conchar. Um, both of those guys have played yeah. real well here without Brooks. But Brooks is such a high usage guy. Like they're still not like terribly expensive, but I, I see their usage going way down um, if Brooks is in this lineup. Yeah, a little downgrade to usage and a little downgrade to minutes. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. If, if Brooks is out, you can play both of them absolutely. Next game, we got San Antonio going up against Minnesota. I don't think – oh, we do have a line out now. 230.5. Minnesota is Ooh. a nine-and-a-half point favorite um, for San Antonio. There's basically no injuries in this game. So we're going to start off with the Spurs. Vassal's way too cheap. Like, if this game stays close, you'll go for close to 30 points. I mean – the usage is there. The minutes are there in any game that stays close. And he's 5.4K. I, I have to assume he's going to be 6.5K, 7K within the next two weeks. Yeah, I totally agree. He, he's the primary target here. Um, disappointed as massive chalk on opening night, but has had two pretty good performances here back-to-back now. Um, and against Philly as well, who, I mean, they they haven't played great defense this year, but they're, they're thought of to be a pretty good defensive team. Um, he had two great matchups before that, but yeah, like he, he's one of the primary scorers here. Um, 5,400 is underpriced for a guy who could lead the team in scoring. Keldon certainly need to take a look at him also price tag at, at 6,900 now. Um, st- still, still some room there. Yeah. 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 Especially in match, think- like the main thing is the game environment here. If this game stays close, I could easily see 240 points in this spot here. And I mean, we know exactly who's going to score for San Antonio. It's Vassal and it's Johnson. Like those guys are going to put up in this type of environment, 20 plus shot attempts. So they're like, I, I really like this game stack. I really like, yep. and it's just so simple. Like you can throw in Pirtle if you want, but you can, the easy thing to do that doesn't cost that much money is throw in Vassal and Keldon Johnson and then bring yeah. it back with with every piece you want. Yeah, I agree. Those those two are, are the first targets. Pirtle, tough matchup um, with Gobert or Cat, depend, probably Gobert. Um, Trey Jones, I think you can t- you take a look at. Um, he hasn't been quite as good as as I was expecting him to be, but he, he did play over 30 minutes the last two, um, still at 5K. So Trey Jones, if, if you don't want to go up to Johnson, I think you can play Jones and Vassal. Um, be totally fine. So Chan has seen some minutes as well. He's 4,500. Um, just haven't seen any sitting really. I think Trey Jones is in play too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that. 
Um, on the other side, Minnesota, I mean, any of the four guys. I mean, Edwards can go off for a big night. Russell can go off for a big night. Towns can go off for a big night. Gobert can go off for a big night. I think Edwards might be my favorite in the spot. It's a solid matchup going up against San Antonio. He's looked pretty good so far this season. I like the price tag of 7.9K. He's a little bit more consistent than Russell. I think Edwards is probably my go-to option in this spot. Um, probably followed by Cat, who could probably put up a 60-point night tonight. Um, then probably go better than Russell. Uh, are, are you looking at anyone else, and how would you rank those four guys? I'm not looking at anyone outside of the, the main four. This Minnesota team it, is a really fun team, but they're going to be hard to play in DFS because like all four of them like are really strong options and can go off on, on any given night. Um, but deciding which one it's going to be on a given night is, is going to be a bit of a tricky situation. I'm completely with you. Like This is going to be a pace-up game. Um, Minnesota plays fast, and San Antonio plays fast as well. They're both top 10 in pace. Um so I, I lean to the guards first. Edwards would be the, the primary guy. I, I have some interest in Russell, but I, I do slightly lean to Cat as well. Um, he has a, a perimeter game as well. I think in a, a fast-paced game environment, he makes some sense. Um, but yeah, Ed, Edwards, I think just the, the up-and-down nature that this game could – if the Spurs can keep it close, it, we should see a ton of possessions on each side here. Um but yeah, I'd, I'd rank them Edwards, Towns, Russell, Gobert. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the next game. We got Utah going up against uh, Houston. Utah second of a back-to-back, so no report there. They might start off the season 3-0, which is exactly <laughs> what we all thought would happen. Um, Houston, doesn't. they got Bruno Fernando, Tate, Washington still all out. Let's start off with Utah. I this the also the total in this game I think is massive here. I'm double checking. I was looking at props here the, for a second. That that game against New Orleans is in an overtime right now. That's yes, it is. So. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't look like there's total out here right now. So let's start off with Utah. I think this could be a high scoring game here. I don't know who I want to go. I think Clarkson would probably be the first guy I would go with. Um, but realistically, like, I don't know, Markinen playing really well tonight going up against the Pelicans. He's sitting there yeah. deep. Olenek can always put up a big night. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Clarkson is the main guy I would want to go with, but I could see stacking up this game a few different ways. Yeah. I mean, the, the Jazz just keep playing really well. Um, Markinen almost has a triple double tonight. Like you just mentioned, um, has had two really good games before this. So I think Markinen would be my preferred option. Um, don't mind Clarkson. He can always put a ton of points in the, in the bucket. Um, Sexton is the guy I'm surprised isn't seeing as much usage. Um, so I definitely lean Clarkson over Sexton. Uh, but I think Markinen is, is my favorite play here. Olenek is fine. Um, 5,200. It's starting to get to like, he's been a decent value option. The, the first couple nights. Um, I don't know if I love that price tag, but Markinen I think is the guy with the upside. Um, I like your Clarkson call as well. Those are the two. I think I, I prefer by a good, good margin. Yep. Right there with him. And I mean, if you want to throw in Vanderbilt, he's cheap. Like you can stack this game up so many different ways, so many different ways. 
And then on the Houston side of things, I mean, take take your pick. Um, Porter KB, uh, or KBJ could put up a big night. He's been playing pretty well. Jalen Green's a walking bucket. And then close game like this, it's going to be high-paced and probably pretty high-scoring. The great Jabari Smith has played a little bit up and down so far, but the minute should end up being there if this game ends up staying close. And Goon, um, he's always a chance at putting up a 50 spot especially going up against Vanderbilt or Olympic defense. Like I, I kind of just, I feel like this is a slate where I just want to stack this game up 10, 15 different ways and just hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you nailed it. Like there, there are so many options on, on both sides of this game, um, particularly here on, on Houston Porter and green, obviously the guys with the huge upside that we've seen um, pay it off multiple times. Um, this Houston team obviously still isn't going to play any defense. They play really fast. Um, so this is just a fantastic game environment. Bruno Fernando out makes the, the big man situation very. And it looks like we just lost Keith. That's not good. Um, I'm going to my back. Hopefully his internet didn't go out, but I mean, yeah, what he was saying is yeah, Sangoon in there with this, Entire center situation is not looking great. And now Keith is back. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I was clicking between tabs and actually accidentally closed the uh the browser. So that that was dumb. User We've error. We've all been there before. I have like, <laughs> I have a hundred tab. I actually bought a computer and I'm like, I just need as much RAM as possible so I never have to close a tab. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just but yeah, I think okay, so yeah, Houston. I don't. I don't know exactly where I cut out, but um, Bruno Fernando being out, I think, is is definitely a situation to monitor. Um, and I don't know if you touched on any of that, but we did see Garuba start the last game. Um, he's only thirty five hundred. He played twenty five minutes. Um, I believe that's what it was. Let me double check that here. Um, but yeah, at 300, even if he's not, like if they decide to start Shangun, which I don't think they will, but yeah, Garuba played 25 minutes. Um, he's going to be one of the top value options on the slate. Shangun, huge per minute producer, so so absolutely in play there. And I don't even mind some shots on Eason, um, 4,700. But like, I just don't think we know exactly what the big man rotation is going to look like. So I'd be interested in, in exploiting that in tournaments and, and taking some shots. Uh, like I think Shangun will be pretty popular and Garuba because of his price. But I think, I think Eason is a pretty off the board play that, that I'll, I'll be on for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that at all. Uh, last game of the night, late night hammer here, two hours after the start of that Utah game, the second last game, uh, we got Denver going up against Portland, big old two twenty nine point five total nuggets are a three point favorite in this one. Portland second into back to back. So no injury report there and Denver, no one's really injured right now. Wouldn't be surprised if we randomly get a late scratch, but we're just going to assume that everyone is playing. Let's start off with Denver. Jokic at 10.9K. I mean, with Murray and Porter Jr. in there, I, just, I, don't, I don't hate Jokic, but I kind of feel like he's, he's priced about where he should be. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but I kind of think all the stars are like Tatum is expensive, Morant's expensive, um, Durant, 
like there there's no shortage of stars so i don't know this game being being late in the night jokic might be i, I don't know who do you think's more owned between morant and jokic uh, if brooks comes back probably jokic if brooks yeah. doesn't play it's probably morant yeah i think that i think that's a good call there um like I, I like both of the game environments. So it's like deciding the priorities on this later are going to be interesting. Obviously he's Jokic. He can go off anywhere, but this is a great spot against Portland. So I think he can pay off the price tag, even, even with Murray and, and MPJ in there. Um, they both played last game. He, he put up 66. So we, we would certainly take that for 11 K. Yeah. 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 No, I don't know. I don't know. They're all fine. I, I don't love. I, it's more. I just love this game environment. Like it's going to be yeah. fast paced. It's in Portland, which is good because I think this game will stay closer. But I mean, yeah, if you want to go with MPJ or Jokic, I'm, I'm entirely fine with that. Um, on the other side, Simons. I know we had rough outing tonight, but Simons seems a little bit too cheap. The shot volume has been there recently. Obviously, not getting a ton of ancillary stats, but 6K. I think he's a guy that you can throw into a stack. Dame. 9.5k looking a bit too cheap here of the guys that are priced up i mean he seems like one of the best point per dollar options in the high end today what do you think yeah i i like the pricing on portland here um i i will probably see it's funny like i think that's why Jokic is might be the answer on denver i certainly don't mind mpj um but paying up for Jokic and just hoping that he smashes and being the only piece of Denver that you play and then running it back with a couple Portland guys because the, the pricing is fair on all of these guys. Josh Hart's been really good. He's 5,600. Um, I like the Simons call at 6K. Nurkic, I don't mind. Obviously, playing Jokic and, and Nurkic together is not ideal. So I, Nurkic is the guy I'd use on the other side of MPJ. Um, Lillard at 9,500, I mean – he certainly has the ceiling to pay that off. He's been over 50 twice already this season. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like all these guys on Portland. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just pick, like, again, you can stack this game up. Just, it's a massive total. Like, we have three games, maybe four. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's multiple games that, that are really great game environments, like exactly what we're looking for in, in tournaments and DFS. Yeah, Nets and Grizzlies, Spurs, yep. Timberwolves, Denver, Portland and of course Utah, Houston, which I don't we don't have a total out there yet, but I'm guessing it's gonna it's gonna be high. <laughs> it's gonna be 227, 228. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know any of the morning grind game rules. Do you remember them? Um, I did look them up. I have them if you want them. Um we might as fine. well do it. What all right. Uh first one is Player under 5K to max. Oh, you 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 cut out there for a second. Uh, a player under 5K salary to go 7X on his salary. Ah, gosh, that's tough. Under 5K. You got anyone? Yeah, Garuba is the one that that stood on. I think 25 minutes. He can, he can certainly go 7X if he gets 25 minutes again. Yeah, I've got I've got almost nothing here. Um, There's not a ton of value. Um, outside I think it's gonna of... be one of the guys 
from the Memphis game. That's what I was going to say. If 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 yeah. Brooks is out, then I think Memphis will will have some value. I think he will. Um, this slate might be lacking in some value. Of who's who's on a back to back? Utah might rest some. I mean, what are they resting for? There's going to be someone, but yeah, it's it's tough the night before without knowing injuries. There's not really anything standing out because there's no big injuries standing out this early on the season. Um, next one is I think over 8K to get under 5X, right? Yep. Your yep. Yeah. Um, so this Miami Toronto game, I just I don't like the overall game environment. Both teams play slow, um, and and Miami has been struggling. So give me. G- Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I think you're cutting out a little bit. So we'll go quick here. Yeah, Jimmy G, I think, is probably the right option. I'm going to go with DeRozan, assuming Levine plays. Um, favorite 6X play on the slate, I think, was the next one. Yeah, uh, give me give me Shangun. I love this this game environment again. Um, this Utah game, Shangun is a guy who can put up a ton of points in in few minutes. So if with Fernando out, I think there's a little bit higher upside there um, because he could get into the high 20s in the minutes and, and he can smash at that price for sure. The answer you should have given is Desmond Bain. <laughs> and, but thank you for letting me uh, take him. Um, GPP play of the slate. I'll be really interested to see Minnesota's ownership um, because there are four options there. Um, so I, I will say... I think Gobert is clearly going, going to be the lowest own, but I could see Russell or Edwards coming in lower than I kind of expect them to. Um, I don't know how weird of a play that is. Um, Minnesota's ownership, I, th- I think, is is what I'll say there. Like the lowest. I think Ian, yeah, yeah. Like Gobert is going to be the lowest own, and he's my least favorite. But I, if D'Angelo Russell is under ten percent, D'Angelo Russell is my answer. Uh, the other situation that I looked at was Houston, like the big man rotation. Um, Eason at forty seven hundred, I think, is will be low owned and and has a decent chance to play some minutes. I like that. I'm going to go with Jordan Clarkson. I don't think that he's going to be heavily owned here. All right, any last minute thoughts before we get on out of here? No, I'm ready to call it a day. We started early with football and rocked into the evening here with some basketball. I Might catch the end of the Sunday night game. Yeah, <laughs> right I'm there with ready you. Man. To go to bed. Um, So, guys, it's been fun. Stevie will be back tomorrow. We're out of here. Like it.